Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm Susie Kato with the Susie and Friends in a Pod cast. And it's wonderful to have you join me and my friend Trevor. Kia ora. Yes, it's Susie and Friends in a Pod cast made in Aotearoa, New Zealand for kids just like you. What have you been up to this week? Are you back at school, Kura? Or preschool, Kohanga? Or maybe you're homeschooled and learning from the school of life. Well, I've been learning this week, learning a new song on my ukulele. I was inspired by Lucy's recorder playing last week. Very good. I love the ukulele. On the podcast today, we have fun facts, episode two of our space adventure, Chad Awesome Source, and the voyage to Voyager. A kid just like you, Cortina, talks about a book she read recently called The Messiosaurus. And Tea tells us about one of her favourite things to do. Hmm, I wonder if it's playing the ukulele. Nah, you'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Well, let's get things started today with our competition with no prize. Yep, a competition with no prize. It's called What's That Sound? And it's really easy. We'll play you a mystery sound a couple of times during Susie and Friends in a podcast, and you see if you can guess what it is. We'll give you the answer at the end of the podcast, okay? So, whakarongo, listen up, because we want to know what's that sound. Hmm, interesting. Let's, let's hear it again. play the sound again soon and we'll tell you what it is at the end of the podcast. It's our new game. What's that sound? Fun facts are on the way. If you have something you'd like to hear some fun facts about, send us an email and let us know. Susie at susie.co.nz is our email address. But first, Karen, Timothy and Lucy have this week's triple treat of jokes. Okay, Karen, you've got a joke for me? Yes, this was on the news last night. So there was this prisoner who had been held in jail for a really long time and he was finally set free. He ran around saying, I'm free, I'm free. This little kid came up to him and said, So what, I'm four. What walks on its head all day long? Hmm, I don't know. What walks on its head all day long? A nail in a horseshoe. <laughs> what place do cats go when they go on a field trip? I don't know. What place do cats go when they're on a field trip? To the meow dam. <laughs> it's New Zealand's favourite kids show, Susie and Friends, with Susie Kato.
Kapai to mahi. Good work. Great jokes, Karen, Timothy, and Lucy. And we'll have more jokes next week on the Susie and Friends podcast. If you want to share a joke of yours, email us and let us know. Susie at susie.co.nz. Right now, though, it's fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Mm, and this week, the fun facts are about. Meowsiums. Uh, whoops, let's make that museums. <laughs> Fun fact one. A museum is a building that holds a collection of objects. Now, those objects could be things that are found in nature or things that people have created. Some museums hold lots of different items and some museums focus on only one thing, like art or history or maybe science. Fun fact two. Lucy joked about a cat going to a meowsium, <laughs> but guess what? There are meowsiums or museums dedicated to cats all over the world. There's one in Moscow, Russia. There's a cat museum in Germany. There's one in Amsterdam in Holland, one in Poland, one in Japan, one in Spain, and at least four in America. Fun fact three. The Museum of New Zealand is Te Papa in Wellington. But there are hundreds of museums, all shapes and sizes, right across Aotearoa, New Zealand. There's car museums, farming museums. There are maritime museums all about ships and boats and sea. There's even a clock museum in Whangarei. But I haven't been able to find a meowsium, a cat museum in New Zealand. And that's fun facts for today. Not even one cat museum in Aotearoa? Nope, not one. Yet. Do you think New Zealand needs a cat museum? If not a cat museum, maybe a museum for something else you're interested in. Skateboards, or scooters, or crafts. Have a think. What museum would you like to see created? What are you fascinated by? Oh, maybe space. Oh, which reminds me it's time for a story about space, the second chapter of our space adventure about an astronaut called Chad Awesome Source, his niece Kira, and Carl, the computer. Now, last week they blasted off on an adventure through the solar system, only to find they were going the wrong way. Stand by. Or sit by, if you like, for episode two of Chad Awesome Source and the Voyage to Voyager. The Voyage to Voyager, starring space captain Chad Awesome Sauce. That's me. log supplemental. We have discovered that due to some unfortunate but completely understandable navigational error, our ship is off course and plunging into the sun. Uncle Chad, don't you think it would be a good idea to do something about it rather than recording it in your diary? Absolutely, young Kira. Hang on. I'm going to adjust our flight path 180 degrees on the axis of the ecliptic. You mean you're going to turn us around? Yes. 
course locked in. Temperature is dropping. Okay then. After that little hiccup, we can now head to the outer solar system, which is in the opposite direction to the sun, apparently. Uncle Chad, look out the window. Oh yes, that'll be the moon. Uncle Chad, that can't be the moon. We're millions of kilometers away from Earth. No, I think that's Mercury, the closest planet to the sun. Are you sure? It looks like the moon. It's all gray, cratery, and moony. The young human is correct, Captain. That is indeed the planet Mercury. Here is an interesting fact: Mercury only takes 88 Earth days to go around the sun, but it takes 180 Earth days to spin once. So its day is actually longer than its year. Wow, we're already leaving it behind. Bye, Mercury. Okay, that's just weird. Does that mean if you were born on Mercury, your birthday would last over a year? Hey, it says here in my copy of Interplanetary Travel for Dummies that even though Mercury is closest to the Sun, it's only the second hottest planet. So what's the first hottest? That one, Uncle Chad, out the front view screen, Venus. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I know this one. It has dinosaurs living on it. Sorry? It's it's because of the clouds. You see, they they turn the planet into a balmy tropical paradise covered with swamps. And you know what loves swamps? Dinosaurs. I read that in a book. I think your information might be a little bit out of date, Uncle Chad. Venus is actually one of the least likeliest places in the solar system to find life. What? How so? Well, remember how I said it was the hottest planet? It's because of all the clouds you see. They act like a giant blanket, trapping the sun's heat. So, how hot is it down there? You know what? Let's go down to take a look. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a good. Wow! Look at all those clouds. It's typical, isn't it? You visit a new place and the weather's terrible. It's always cloudy on Venus, Uncle Chad. And there's something else you should know before we go too much further. That wasn't me. No, Captain. That was the hull. The pressure outside is growing, and it's pushing in on us. But it's just clouds, right? Clouds can't be that heavy. Miles and miles of clouds, Uncle Chad, all pushing down on the planet. Being on the surface of Venus is like standing at the bottom of the sea. To put it another way, walking on Venus would be like trying to walk with ten All Blacks sitting on your shoulders, and the ship would be crushed like a soft drink can long before we get to the surface. Maybe we should head back up. So, no dinosaurs then. No, not unless you're wearing titanium pressure suits. Well, so long, Venus. I guess there's some places in the universe that humans just aren't meant to visit. But not this next planet. Look, Uncle Chad, Earth. Home sweet home. It does look inviting after barren Mercury and boiling Venus, doesn't it? It's the most beautiful planet in the universe. Sitting right in the Goldilocks zone. Ah, yes, the good old Goldilocks zone, the only place in the solar system where the conditions permit the existence of both bears and porridge. And liquid water, Uncle Chad. That's the most important thing for life. Too close to the sun, and the water boils away. Too far away, and it freezes. The Earth is in the place where everything is just right. Still, we have to leave it behind for now, 
and continue on our quest to the outer solar system. Onwards and outwards, crew. What wonders will the bold crew of the Dandelion discover next? Make sure you tune in next time as we continue our voyage through the solar system in Chad Awesome Sauce and the voyage to Voyager! That was chapter two of Chad Awesome Sauce and the Voyage to Voyager. Crikey, just as well Kiera is there to help Captain Awesome Sauce work things out, he'd get lost, I reckon. I wonder what crazy things he'll do and say next time. We'll have chapter three next week so we can find out. It's Susie and Friends in a podcast with Susie Cato. That's me and my friend Trevor. That's me. And we're so glad you've joined us. Hey, how about we have another listen to that sound in this week's round of What's That Sound? The competition with no prize. Do you think you know what's making the sound? Have another listen and see if you can guess. What do you think it is? It's a bird? Yep, it's definitely a bird. One from Aotearoa, New Zealand. But what kind of bird? We'll give you another chance to listen and we'll also give you the answer to what's that sound at the end of the podcast. Hey, Susie. Hmm, I feel a dad joke coming on. Yes, Trevor? What do you call a sleeping dinosaur? Hmm, I don't know. What do you call a sleeping dinosaur? A do you think he saw us? Well done. Oh, that reminds me. Te'a is going to tell us all about something she really enjoys doing in a moment. But first, another kid, just like you, Cortina, wants to tell us about a book she read recently. It's a book by Rachel Weston and Scott Tollock, and it's all about a very special creature. A Messiosaurus. Let's find out what you thought of the book. Hi, my name's Cortina and I'm eight years old and today I'm going to be reviewing the book Messiosaurus. It's by Rachel Weston and illustrated by Scott Tallick. The book is all about um, an Messiosaurus who makes a lot of messes in the house. The Messiosaurus is someone's imagination. It's a really good book because it has it's funny and it has a lot of colours in it. My favourite is this part when these monsters are putting makeups on and one of the monsters are burping and the other monster is putting lipstick on. I like the colours because they're very bright. My favourite character in the book is the little girl because she has a nice imagination of monsters. The little girl reminds me of some kids that 
um, do stuff and they blame it on other people. The message in the story is that you can imagine whatever you like. For example, if I wanted to be a fairy, I could just imagine it. I think five and six-year-olds would really enjoy it because it has a lot of colours and it doesn't have heaps of words for them, so it makes it easy to read. My younger sister read it with me and she really enjoyed it. The Messiah's Source by Rachel Weston and illustrated by Scott Tullock. Bye. Thanks, Cortina. Hey, if you haven't seen that book before, maybe have a look for it in your local library. And if you want to see Susie read that story and see all the pictures, you can find her reading Messiosaurus in the Susie's Book Corner section of our YouTube channel. And you'll find a link to our channel on our website, susie.co.nz. I've read over 180 stories in that playlist, and nearly all of them are by Kiwi authors and illustrators. This is Susie and Friends in a podcast where it's cool to kōrero. Last week we started with kia ora e hoa, hello my friend. How about asking your friend how they are? Kei te pehiakwe, how are you? Can you say that? I'm fine, thanks. Kitape here, kwe Susie. Ka nui te pai, ehoa. I'm really good. <laughs> good to hear. Hey, we've got the answer to what's that sound coming soon, but now Susie is going to talk with Tia and find out what one of her favourite things to do is. All right? Fakarongo, listen up. I think I hear her coming now. Here she comes. Oh my goodness, what's that? The sound of a skateboard. That must be Tia. Tia, hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Good, excellent. Hey, welcome to Susie and Friends. Tell me, your skateboard, is that the way you usually get around? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Only at the skate park. Most of the time we're on the boardwalk. Yeah, but you like doing it? Yeah. Excellent. Who taught you to skateboard? Um, my dad. Really? Is he quite good? Yeah. How old were you when you started skateboarding? Um... Probably young, maybe when I was a toddler. My yeah. dad probably just put me on the skateboard. Did he put it you on the skateboard with him? Um, I don't really remember. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe see if you can dig out some photographs or something like that. Yeah. Because I've seen some really cool videos, YouTube clips, with kids on the front of their dad's skateboard. Wow, yeah. that'd be cool. What about now? Does he share the skateboard with you now, or do you have to have no, your own? I have my own. <laughs> cool. <laughs> How often do you go down to the skate park? Um, probably once a week. Um, looking at your knees, they're all quite healthy. There's no skin off them. <laughs> Have you had a few crashes? No. Oh, actually, I was skateboarding on the boardwalk and I fell off. Oh, really? Um, I think a few days ago. Oh, no. Did yeah. you do much damage? No. Oh, just good. a few scratches. Oh, okay. Sure. What's your favourite thing to do on a skateboard? Um, tic-tacking. Oh, Okay. And why do you like skateboarding? Um, I like skateboarding because you get to like learn all these new tricks and you can just cruise around and let the wind blow in your face. And mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it can go really fast, eh? Yeah. <laughs> your skateboard's quite quiet, or is it on the um, the road or on the footpath? Is it a bit noisier? It's not that noisy. Yeah, it is a bit noisier, but it is not that noisy. No, like, sure. It's not too loud. Yeah, because that's one thing about skateboards. There's a definite sound normally. Yeah. 
there's that kind of roar. It's like a little roar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that sound too? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, awesome. Hey, well, thank you very much for coming and sharing your skateboarding. See ya. <laughs> See ya. It's Susie and Friends, the kids' podcast for the whole whānau, and that was Te A from Taranaki, who tic-tacked her skateboard up to the Susie and Friends microphone to tell us all about one of her favourite things, skateboarding. Have you ever tried skateboarding before? Well, Te A practices a lot, so that's why she's so good at it, and she doesn't have lots of holes in her knees. <laughs> oh, I might see if I can find the episode of Susie's World with my skateboard in it. You can see how much I practiced. Hmm. <laughs> and we can find out why the wheels on a skateboard have to be round. I'll add it to the Susie's World playlist the first weekend of next month. That's when a Susie's World video is uploaded to our YouTube channel, the first weekend of each month. Let your folks know. They might remember the program Susie's World. They might even remember that episode. Now let's give you one last chance to play What's That Sound, OK? Are you ready? Here we go. Okay, what is that sound, Susie? That sound is aruru, an owl. But not just any owl, it was a mōpōk. Listen again. And it's like the ruru, the owl, is saying mōpōk. Kapai, well done if you guessed that. Like we said before, there are no prizes, but if you guessed it, you know what? You can give yourself a pat on the back. And maybe a round of applause. Hey, if we've given you the answer to what's that sound, it's time for us to go. Before we do, though, let's say thanks to Kieran, Timothy and Lucy for the triple treat of jokes. Kia ora, Peter. Trevor, Hui Ling and Miller for the Chad Awesome Source story. Thank you, Cortina, who talked about the book Messiosaurus. Thanks to Te A for telling us about her skateboard. Kia ora, New Zealand On Air, and thanks to New Zealand Birds Online for the more pork sounds. Thank you, RNZ, too, especially Brianna, Jamie, Steve, Tim and Tim, and, of course, Duncan. Remember, if you'd like to share a story, a joke, or share some ideas for what you'd like to hear, you can email susie at susie.co.nz or go and visit our website, susie.co.nz. There's a link to our YouTube channel there and lots of other cool things too. You can find Susie and Friends in a podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or go to the podcast page at rnz.co.nz. We'll talk to you next week when we'll have episode three of Chad Awesome Source and The Voyage to Voyager. Another kid just like you talking about a book they've just read and some fun facts. Plus, we've got dad jokes, we've got what's that sound, kids just like you, and lots more. Bye. Goodbye, my friend. Ka kite. This is Susie and Friends. With Susie Kato. Ha, 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 ha.